You will not be punished for your anger. You will be punished by your anger. That's a quote by Buddha. This is episode 555 on the Hidden Why podcast, my solo rant, Anger. G'day ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hidden Why podcast. How the heck are you? I hope you're well, guys. Today is my solo rant and today's episode is on anger. Look, anger is a powerful surface emotion and like all emotions, anger too perhaps has a purpose. The issue is not anger itself, but how it causes us to act. Whether we express our anger in an aggressive, unhealthy manner or suppress it, both can lead to little resolve. In this episode, I talk about the topic of anger, looking at the what, the why, and then how we can better manage our anger. Guys, I hope you get a little bit of a kick, a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of education from this episode on anger. Guys, before we get into the episode, what I just want to talk about too is my upcoming book, The Ultimate Life Map. It's something that I've put a lot of work into and it's taking me a lot longer than I'd like. Being an impatient man, you know, I wanted it out and published yesterday, but it is still coming. It's still in the back line there, still happening. It just may take a little bit longer. The goal is definitely to have it published this year. Uh, guys, look, once it is published, it's a great read. There's a lot of great content in there and all proceeds will be going to a charity that I love to support over in Uganda. So support me by going to theultimatelifemap.com and subscribing to the uh, email link there as well so you can keep up to date when that is published. Guys, enjoy this episode on anger. Cheers. G'day, g'day. Welcome to the Hidden White Podcast. Lee Martinutzi here, the host of the show. Hope you're all well. Thank you for taking the time out to tune in to this solo rant. This is a chance for me to express something that I've learned, something that I'm interested about, something that I'm curious. Uh, it's beneficial for me because it helps develop my learning on the particular subject that I may be talking on. But hopefully it also inspires you. Hopefully it also educates you. And hopefully it also assists you in some way in your life to live a life with greater freedom, fulfillment and happiness to help you remove the suffering from your life so you can live in a deeper state of joy. That's what it's all about here, guys. And today's episode is titled Anger. So I thought I'd write on this topic. Um, and it's actually been postponed for a little bit because I wanted to do a little bit more research on it um, rather than just get on here and uh, wing it, I suppose, or you know, just sort of freelance it. But I am doing a lot of that today. This is very ad lib. I've got some notes down here in front of me, but really I just wanted to talk about anger from what I've learned, um, how it all makes sense to me, and hopefully um, in doing so, it can make a little bit more sense to you as well. So let's begin the show. Um, where do we begin with anger? Well, I suppose a good start to place is just in a personal reflection. You know, looking at our own level of anger in our lives. You know, are we an angry person? So you can reflect uh, in your own way on how anger um, is a part of your life, whether that's personally, like are you an angry person? Or you could look outwardly and say, well, what about my environment? Who in my environment is angry? Uh, who shows anger around me? So I suppose that's a really good place to start with anger is just in that reflection um, so maybe just take a moment, even press pause if you uh, wish to, and just start to reflect on that. How does anger play a role in your life? If I can just reflect for a moment openly here about anger in my life, I really am not an angry person. Um, 
But that might be a false assumption because what do we typically think of when we think of anger? I think we, you know, when we think of anger, we think of violence, aggression, really, you know, really significant behaviours expressed in perhaps a damaging way. At least that's what I sort of view as anger. But anger can be expressed in a number of ways and it also can be suppressed. And I'll talk a little bit about that uh, more later, but I suppose, you know, maybe we need to go beyond what we typically see associated with anger, like a road rage or someone losing their temper and punching a wall, um, and maybe look for other signs of anger. So I think that's really important too. So reflect just on anger in your own life for for a spot and and see what comes up to you. Now, if I just reflected again, uh, as it relates to my life, I would say that I'm pretty mellow and very rarely do I get angry um, or lose my temper or, you know, let this emotion, anger, control me. It may be controlling me in another way. Don't know. Do your research and figure that out. But hopefully this episode will help you with that as well. So reflect on that and then reflect on others in your life. Well, I've got other people in my life. Uh, a lot of people are quite like me. They're positive, happy, um, you know, and it doesn't take much. Um, they don't often get angry or explode. Um, there's a few people, yeah, sure, um, but nothing too significant. And even in my upbringing, if I reflect back on that, you know, I was I was really, you know, blessed. I suppose I'm grateful to be brought up in the environment that I was brought up. There wasn't much violence around me, anger, abuse, anything like that. So um, I've got to be grateful for that as well. And perhaps that's why um, I don't see the anger so predominant in my life. So I think that's a really good uh, place to start with anger. Just reflecting reflecting on how anger plays a role in your life. Now, what I'd like to do is talk about anger in a bit more detail. So what is anger? We can look up in the dictionary the uh, the definitions. So I've got a couple here. So the noun of anger is a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. I think that really sums it up well. Annoyance, um, displeasure, or hostility. So that's really the one I want to sort of stick with today. Um, there is also to fill with anger. So that's a verb or provoke anger within, uh, that's also the verb there of, of the word anger, but let's focus on that first one, a strong feeling of annoyance. I think if we look at what anger is, it really is that it's it's when we really become frustrated or annoyed, um, we have a low sense of tolerance around what is particularly happening. And that really relates to perhaps um, a focus on the self, um, meaning that we feel in some way that our needs are not being met. That causes frustration, that causes annoyance, that causes displeasure, hostility, and then that results in anger. Now, anger is a powerful emotion. The feelings that come with anger, so feelings come first, and then the emotion of anger is created. And that usually leads to the behaviors, whether healthy or unhealthy. And I'll go on to that a little bit more in a second as well. But really, the behaviors can range from very mild to extremely intense. And, you know, violent behavior, for example, would be one example of very unhealthy, uh, unconstructive, and extremely intense sort of reactions or behaviors resulting from this emotion of anger. 
Um, so what they say is that anger is a surface emotion. It really does boil up to the surface um, where it can explode. Uh, and that's why I think we often relate anger with aggression because that is really the surface emotion resulting in a significant behavior. So anger has a biological and physiological reactions. Um, so we know when we get this emotion of anger, um, studies have been done around um, how, that, how that works uh, within. So biologically, it produces a whole range of you know, chemicals, chemicals that are there for a reason. Um, Evolutionary-wise, they're there to help us um, exist in this reality, to help us survive. Um, and that might be adrenaline, for example. Now, adrenaline is a, a, good, um, a good chemical. It's actually, I believe, and again, I'm not the expert in all this stuff, guys, but I believe adrenaline is the thing that kicks in in the morning to help us be more alert, help us to be more aware, help us so we can you know, really get through the day uh, without um, too much risk. Um, now, that's probably less and less the case. I think it's still rele relevant today. I think we still need to be aware and, and um, attentive, um, but perhaps we're, we're not. Perhaps we're just becoming a little bit complacent because yeah, most of our needs are met. Most of the risk of living the day-to-day -day life are minimal. Um, some might argue that point, but certainly anger has this ability to increase our blood pressure, to to raise you know the adrenaline and stuff like that, and um, that's the the physiological side of it too. We we become hot um, because our blood pressure is is raised. Um, we, our heart rate is is increased, um, and that certainly leads um, to a much greater level of energy. And I think that's what really um, is so powerful about anger because it raises this level of energy and energy is absolutely a powerful thing if used in the right way. But if we don't control that energy, it may cause us to be aggressive. It may cause us to act violently and that's not going to be good. Or it may cause us to even go within and even suppress um, some of this, this energy. Um, and certainly I feel with any emotion, no matter whether it's love or anger, um, I think if we, we bottle it up and suppress it, I don't think that is great because I think that it just holds that energy within um, and then eventually it's like a um, hot water pressure system. It's going to burst if the valve isn't released from time to time. Um, but there is a healthy reason for this emotion of anger. Uh, and again, I just touched on it before and that is because it is great for our survival. Um, you know, if we have this sense of emotion where we're feeling frustrated, annoyed, or displeasure, um, you know, that's a signal that something perhaps isn't right in our life. And yeah, perhaps some, some of our, our most fundamental needs aren't being met. Now, rather than look selfishly within and saying, well, you know, it's about, you know, um, some superficial need not being met, perhaps there's a deeper reason for that. Perhaps there's some part of our life that we need to explore deeper and rather than just uh, quickly blame this anger as you know for the guy that cut us off in the car perhaps there's something else that's going on in our lives that we need to deal with perhaps it's because we're not sleeping enough you know and that's a fundamental need we need sleep um so perhaps we can relate well why did i just have that outburst of this anger why did i feel so frustrated and again this goes back to the reflection part you know why why am i so annoyed about about this person doing that or um, why am I feeling so much suffering or displeasure uh, in this situation that is causing this anger to boil up? And perhaps if we look within and really reflect deep 
um, and take ourselves aside, perhaps that will allow us to see the deeper connection, the real fundamental need that's not being met. And perhaps then we need to address that. So it might be sleep. It might be that our health isn't right. It might be that perhaps some of the relationships in our right uh, in our life aren't going well. And I've I've listed this in the Ultimate Life Map. These these fundamental human needs. I mean, Maslow listed them years ago in his um, hierarchy of needs. You know, we need quality relationships. We need to be learning and growing. We need a sense of significance. Um, we need good health. All these things. So, if some of these aspects aren't quite right now in our lives, um, it's easy to be frustrated, annoyed, and um, feel displeasure about certain um, things that might happen in our day-to-day life. So, whether it's a person annoying us or an event that happens that causes some sort of level of frustration. Um, so if any of these things happen, we can quickly blame that event, that situation, that person, uh, when it might actually be something deeper. And that is at least my perspective on that as well. So just have a think about that. I think that's um, really what anger is. And hopefully that explains it um, pretty well. Look, I think there's uh, definitely pros and cons of ang- uh, anger. Um, if not done correctly, if not dealt with constructively, if not expressed um, in, a, in a healthy manner. Um, and I think I, I was just thinking about, um, I think it's Einstein's theory, uh, or whoever it was anyway, for every uh, reaction, there's an op- uh, for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. That's what I want to say, and I should know who um, that was, Einstein, was it? Relativity. Anyway, so correct me, leave a comment in the fields to let me know because it's just um, not at the top of mind right now. For every action, there is an opposite and equal reaction. So when we feel any emotion, particularly this emotion of anger, and that bubbles up, gets our heart rate going, gets you know the blood pressure going, causes us to kick in and be more attuned, um, if we act in that moment in an unhealthy manner, so we get aggressive, violent, um, full of rage, what typically happens is the, the opposite would come back as well. Um, so by acting in a you know, very expressive way and really letting that energy flow out that isn't constructive, it's likely to um, result in the return of that. And this is why I think anger can be such a, excuse me, a hard one to navigate because you, know, you can get angry and really have that release and violence, punch a wall and do all that sort of stuff. But it often doesn't result in an improvement on the frustration. It doesn't help you, uh, me, uh, us, uh, the event that has happened uh, improve in any way. And so this is a good, a really good point to understand that we have to be mindful of the action that comes from any of the emotions we feel. Um, and that is what I'm going to go into soon, is just by being a bit more mindful, being a bit more aware, being uh, allowing our attention to be more present in the moment. So then when that moment happens, when that anger comes up and we're feeling it, um, because we will feel it uh, because it is such a surface emotion, perhaps then we can better act. And perhaps then the reaction from how we act is a much more conducive uh, response to help us deal uh, more permanently with this frustration, displeasure, annoyance, whatever it is that's occurring in their lives. Does that make sense? I hope so. So why? Um, why do we feel anger? I think I've talked about a lot of that um, already. So this is just going from my notes here. So I want to talk about the what and then the why. I suppose if we look at the why, we can look at um, some of the reasons why this might be occurring in us. And like, why am I a more angry person? Um, I really, uh, in reading all this, I, I feel that, yeah, there's things that frustrate me and annoy me. 
Um, but I'm not that type uh, that gets quite aggressive. And perhaps that's for a number of reasons. Perhaps that's just not in my genetic makeup. Perhaps I just have been brought up in a great environment where that hasn't been how anger has been used. Uh, perhaps it's a cultural thing, you know, perhaps, I mean, a negative uh, anger is quite a negative thing. So perhaps it's just like, no, that's not acceptable um, to show sort of anger in that manner. So therefore, I don't do it because I believe it's not acceptable acceptable culturally. Um, perhaps it's the conditioning, my environment. Um, there might be another number of reasons for it as well. So I don't know about you, but I'm really passionate about um, how emotions are made. And it's thank you to Lisa Feldman Barrett, who's been a guest on my show in the past and is a, is a feature guest coming up soon. I don't know, about the probably in a couple of weeks. Um, now she's written a great book, How Emotions Are Made, and she talks deeply on this topic and um, really suggesting that um, we, are, we, are, we are constructed. So the constructionist theory, based on a lot of um, data and substantial uh, evidence and research, etc. So I don't know. I mean, there's some research out there that I did read that suggests that perhaps um, we just do have a natural disposition um, towards anger. Um, and really, if you look at, anger, it's usually an intolerance with something or a, or a low intolerance level. I think that is something that's constructed, um, perhaps from our early childhood, um, that we see other people in our lives that don't tolerate things that easily. Uh, and therefore we take along that as well. And that um, goes with us throughout our lives. Now, if you've got a low level of tolerance, you're more likely to be annoyed, frustrated, um, displeased with something uh, much more easier. So I really believe that uh, anger is a constructed emotion. I don't believe we're born with it. It certainly doesn't seem like there is a fingerprint of anger in the brain um, that some of us um, uh, activate more often than others. Um, and now, you know, let me know what you think about all that. But I really think that anger is one of these things that are just constructive. So if we've been brought up in an environment where there's a lot of anger and aggression and that real, you know, clear uh, expression of anger that we so often associate uh, with anger, so aggression and violence and abuse and all that sort of stuff, temper, um, then perhaps that's rubbed off and that's perhaps why we react that way more often. It may not be in our immediate family unit. It may be um, in, in, the, in the circles that we associate with outside of work. Um, you know, they say that who we hang around most is, is who we become. Um, so definitely the people, the circle of people that we hang with, you know, if you're hanging around negative people, it's going to rub off in you. If you're hanging around positive people, it's going to rub off on you. If you're hanging around angry people, it's probably going to rub off on you. So I think really when we look at about why anger is, is apparent in our life, um, it's probably because of that. So it's something that's been constructed, that we've been conditioned with. Um, it is something based on our environment um, and also our body as well. Um, I think they, they go hand in hand. So if we've been brought up in an environment that has um, allowed us to see how people um, manage or yeah manage anger well or, or don't manage anger well. That's likely to be our um, you know disposition as well. But then it's also the body as well and the mind. If the mind and body isn't in a healthy state, uh, it's more likely to create an emotional reaction that is non-conducive um, because there is some sort of need that needs to be met. And that's what really happens when um, the body is unhealthy, when the mind is unhealthy. It's going to say, look, something's not being met here. Um, this seems to be non-conducive. I always say conducive, don't I? Non-conducive for my survival. 
and therefore I need to help meet this. And perhaps by using this emotion of anger will help me get there uh, quicker, which often it doesn't as well. So I think you know it's constructed, and um, we've been conditioned that way based on the environment and based on the current state of our environment, but also the, the health of our body and mind as well. And that's why I think it is important to address those things. You know, look at our environment, look at um, look at um, our health, the health of our body and mind, and see what we can do there. Which is going to go um, more into the techniques, the how of how we can manage uh, our anger going forward. Just quickly, I talked to recently about um, you know expressing anger. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, there's one study I read here online that said that um, yeah we can. We either express anger, um, we suppress it, or we calm. Um, now, there is, I believe, healthy uh, ways to express our anger, and that would be you know, in, in an assertive way. So really by seeing when there is something that frustrates us, when there is something that annoys us, when there is something that is um, making us feel unsatisfied, talk about how we feel. Don't vent, because anger is, is more a matter of venting than talking about how we feel. It's, it's more associated with um, the conjuring of a story about really how our needs aren't being met. And that's on a surface level based on the ego, based on the obsessed uh, obsession with self. So I think when we um, can be just assertive, so really talking about what's annoying us, what's frustrating us, and being open to, to talking about this feeling in an assertive way, but the, a way that's not aggressive, a way that's not in an attack uh, on others, a way that's not in blame, but really just sharing that level of feeling that we might be having. That is going to be a greater way to express um, the emotion that comes. Um, and rather than it then resulting in a behavior that's not going to do us any favors, it results in some sort of way that we can work through it with ourselves or with others to really overcome it. The other thing that I think probably I do um, looking at it is suppressing our anger. So if something really frustrates you, annoys you, it's, it's rather than, again, talking about it and, and sharing how we feel about that annoyance or displeasure that we're experiencing, is just bottling it up. Um, certainly, I think I do that a lot. And um, it's again, it's just how I've been conditioned. Perhaps that's how I've seen it done throughout my childhood. Um, and perhaps it's also a socio-cultural thing, as I mentioned before, that um, you know we, we see this emotion of anger is as very negative. I mean, if I am frustrated, I, I shouldn't show the frustration. Perhaps that's more why I suppress it than anything because I don't want to be seen as that sort of a person. But yeah, I do get frustrated. I do get annoyed and I probably do suppress it. I don't allow that energy to flow. Um, and there's another one which is calming, which we're going to go right into now um, to wrap this episode on anger up. So calming techniques. Now, I don't... Um, I don't know about you, but I think the one way, and I've already touched on this, is you know we started on this reflection. Um, developing a mindfulness practice is a great way to reflect. So that's where you can sit in silence and just really be in that moment as thoroughly as you can. Um, I talk about mindfulness and awareness so often. I think we're all naturally aware, but we're perhaps just cluttered and confused and in this chaotic modern society that we live um, we don't really allow that awareness to give us the benefits that um, it is there for. So I think by developing a mindfulness practices, practice will not only allow us to reflect more on how anger sort of has a part in our lives, but more importantly, when we feel that frustration, annoyance, displeasure, etc., coming in to our reality, perhaps then we can just pause. And certainly that's what I've found 
um, in mindfulness practice is just that ability to pause when I feel um, these emotions come to the surface. And rather than let them guide me uh, and make me behave in a way that's not going to be beneficial for myself or any other other people around me in my life, um, physical possessions as well for that matter, um, I can actually just pause and then control it a lot more better. Um, and I gave this example a couple, a couple of months ago, or probably longer, six months ago maybe. I dropped my phone. It used to frustrate me doing that sort of thing. I dropped my phone and smashed the screen. And you know, normally you'd get anger because you'd feel like somehow that you've been done wrong by. I mean, it shouldn't have happened to you. Why does this happen? Oh, what's that going to cause? And it just builds up to this level of energy and anger um, that makes you then sort of lash out and, and take it out on other people perhaps. Perhaps you suppress it. I don't know. Um, but I know in that moment when I did that last time, I sort of just shook it off and laughed. And again, that came back because of my practice of mindfulness. I sit here and meditate and have done for the last um, few years now. It's not the best practice. I'm not the expert in this area. But certainly just by sitting down in the morning for 15, 20 minutes, just trying to calm the mind. Um, I try to do it in the evenings as well now. Um, it's really allowed me to just keep that mindfulness throughout my day. Um, so when that sort of frustration that comes about is trying to result in this anger, I can use it in a more expressive way, a healthy expressive way. So I think that's the first technique is really trying to develop that level of mindfulness. Um, I think in that, in all of that, really, there's a couple of things that come from it. Um, and one is is our inner dialogue, our cognitive process. How do we, um, how do we think? I mean, and then it's really about you know, choosing um, perhaps to, to think differently. So that comes from this um, practice of mindfulness as well. You can better do that when you're more aware and mindful. Um, but it's really, you know, looking at, at positive rather than negative, you know, uh, assessing the annoyance in a more deep matter, you know, rather than using uh, reflection on how this annoyance has done me wrong or how this is, you know, just such an inconvenience and it seems to always happen to me. Uh, it's just changing that dialogue, you know, changing that process that we already go through. So rather than thinking, oh, this always happens to me, I always do this, um, that's really negative. It's really focused on the self, um, and it's certainly just going to allow that that story um, to develop and become more significant in your life. And I've written a, a great article on this, the story that we tell ourselves. You can read it at thehiddenwhy.com. But the stories that we tell ourselves usually based on the, the conditioning of our past, the construction of our past. Um, we usually base them on stuff that, yeah, is sometimes substantial because of our past experience, but often not um, factual enough for what is happening right now or what is potentially going to happen as well. So I think those stories, that inner dialogue that we're talking ourselves, it's just being mindful about all that again um, and just trying to, really reshape that so it does us um, more good than bad. So rather than say, oh, this always happens to me, say, oh, geez, that's very rare or, you know, just a bit of more of a positive spin or if this is frustrating the heck out of you, think about, um, you know, why it's frustrating you and why this actually matters uh, might be really beneficial as well. And how does this, how is this going to affect not yourself and, you know, your needs, I suppose, but other people? Um, and then, you know, just just putting other before self, I think, is a real powerful way. And that's sort of a Buddhist practice. But um, certainly 
even in just saying this, it's it's something that's very top of my mind at the moment because I've read a bit about it and I'm meditating on it at the moment. But um, certainly when the frustration comes up, um, looking at um, removing the I from any of the inner dialogues that you've got and trying to put other in front of that as well. So I think that's really important. I think um, being really um, mindful of, of the fact that we are constructed um, so experience the past is usually a representation of how we uh, react and respond and um, live in this current reality. So I think it's important to understand that experience is what's going to change. So our experience going forward is how we're going to change um, this current process that uh, occurs within us or seemingly naturally. So if we're primarily a person that gets angry and frustrated easily, um, by being mindful, by changing the way we think, they are in a dialogue, um, and then taking a different step forward, and that therefore giving us a different experience will help reshape um, the the structure of our brain, and therefore reshape how we move going forward. And the more that we do of that, the more repetition we have, those new positive experiences we have, the better this will be going forward as well. So I think new experience certainly comes from that as well. And this is sort of a process, mindfulness, the way we think, the way we talk to ourselves, the stories we tell ourselves, and then how we therefore uh, react or, or act from there, um, creating the new experience that's going to help us longer term as well. Does that all make sense? I hope it does. Um, the other one, last final thing, I think is just compassion. Um, you know, being a bit more compassionate towards ourselves and towards others as well. Um, you know, we're not always going to get everything right. Yeah, things are going to frustrate and annoy us. And that's okay. I think that's quite normal. So being, understanding that this is okay. This is natural. This is um, a, an okay feeling to have. Um, I think that's really important. Yeah, maybe you react uh, in a poor way. Um, but being kind in yourself, thinking that, you know, this is not always you. And this doesn't always have to be you. I think is going to help you, you know, change your experience moving forward as well. Um, and being compassionate towards others too. Um, that may be struggling with anger, I think is really important. Look, that's where I'm going to wrap it up, guys. Enough said on anger. I hope you've gotten a fair bit out of this episode. Um, I certainly did. I'm going to write a blog about it too, uh, because now I've had a chance to express it. Usually it happens in the opposite direction. I write first and then do my podcast. But certainly, uh, this has been great. I hope you've enjoyed it. I would love to hear your comments. Jump onto thehiddenwide.com and leave your thoughts there for me. Connect with me on yeah on thehiddenwire.com or Facebook as well. Messenger is typically where you'll find me hanging out. Email address is on my website as well, and email you'll definitely get through to me. So let me know what you think about this episode, any of the episodes you're listening to. Would love to hear your thoughts. Hope you're enjoying your day. Hope you've enjoyed this episode on anger. And until next time, peace, passion, purpose. See you soon. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. 
If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwide.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.